0: He took, like, a large wad of gum and put it in his hand. No. And smeared it all over the, the mythical place. Known no. No. Gum, gum wall. That was yeah, the
1: worst know. place. I cannot, like, my favorite was that you and your wife are like, Taking do you want to see the gum wall? It, yeah. And I was like, not nah, really. It smelled awful.
0: And there was bees and wasps all over the place. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I imagine nice it's going to get, like, very icky in the summertime. Oh, too. God. It probably smells like like
1: stale saliva and broken dreams.
0: Hey everyone, what's up and welcome to the Game Pass Guru's podcast, (laughs) the premier podcast for Game Pass fans and Xbox fans. As always, I'm your host Sebastian and joining me today is the cybernetic mechanical machine. The guy who took over Seattle, the guy who's right now taking over all sorts of planets. Is he going to join pirates? We don't know. I think he's going to take the pirates out because right now he is the guy who's mastering the stars. This is Roger. Roger, how are you doing today? I am doing well. I don't think I took over Seattle.
1: That's not that's not true.
0: Oh no no! I heard I heard that you were the belt of the ball. The the no, barn that's not actually not you that's in. that's
1: actually not true at all. But I walked in, they're like, "Who are you? Who?" No no the no actually that that is a tr- your way. No, that actually is a true statement. I'm not gonna say who. I'm not gonna say who, because like I don't I don't. But I I did have <laughs> I did have an appointment with somebody. And I was like, hey, I'm here to talk about. uh, I had an appointment with you guys We'll talk about your games. And they're like, who are you supposed to meet with? And I'm like, I don't know. My phone just says, come to the booth and meet with you. Mm -hmm. And they said, "Okay." And then they were showing me around. And they're like, oh, here's our main game we're going to show off. And it's coming out soon. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know that game. I'm reviewing it. Were you impressed with the main game? i can't say it i can't say that right now gotcha gotcha, uh (laughs) and then they're like wait who are you wait you're actually reviewing our games i'm like yeah that's why it says media on my badge (laughs) like i'm not just a (laughs) random guy coming up it's like can i just talk to you about games like although that did happen i mean that that does happen there but yeah um but uh yeah I'm back. I'm back from PAX. You're back from PAX. We got to hang out. That was fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I we stayed in the hotel, said... same hotel. That was fun.
0: Oh, yeah. You, you sure. ate my
1: breakfast sandwich. That was I fun. Did.
0: I <laughs> devoured his sandwich, everyone. Like I accidentally, I'm, mind you, <laughs> like I was just. I guess I had. You like, were
1: so hungry. You must yeah, have I, so hungry.
0: I had in flight brand- like I flown in the night before everyone, and Roger, my wife, and I went out for breakfast. And <laughs> I ordered a sausage McMuffin type of uh, yes. sandwich from a local establishment. Yeah, and-, um,
1: and on English muffin, on an English muffin, and I ordered mine on a croissant. That's I,
0: how just, the French it, the I, I just, I re- just, I'd forgotten what I ordered by the time <laughs> they got to us. Maybe it was like, <laughs> because it was the first day of PAX. Maybe it was because I flew in and we got in at like one at, or we went to sleep at one that night because we got in super late. Yeah. But my brain was rattled, people like addled <laughs> completely, like out of this world. And I, and when they called the first one because my wife and I ordered before Roger, yeah. I thought. I thought oh they were just going in chronological order at this yeah. break, right and you yeah. we were the only people there left so yeah. I grabbed it and I completely started. I know I,
1: I saw I saw you eating it and I, like a couple thoughts went through my head. One you ordered before me so mm-hmm. that can't be my sandwich. Two but he ordered an English muffin. And I think that's my sandwich. Yeah. And then your wife went up and grabbed the other two sandwiches. And she said, wait, is this yours? And I'm like, I don't think so. And she like, said, I, I don't think so either. Now. And you're like, halfway, halfway through my
0: sandwich, you're like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm eating your sandwich. <laughs> yep, I was in your sandwich. I think you should be glad. Oh. I think you. I think you should be glad and gracious because I took the blow for the team. Because I what? ain't gonna lie, that meant that one messed my stomach up a little bit. Did it really? Yeah, messed my stomach up. Have, I... have my stomach doing gymnastics like it was <laughs> going for the gold. Oh my god. Okay, I, another funny story I had to tell you okay. about
1: Pax. So this is so dumb. This is the dumbest. I, I and I blame both of us on this one. Do you know? Do you know that there was an entrance for media on both buildings, and we never entered in the media building uh, on the Arch Building ever until the last until the last day? I realized that there was no, a media. I yeah. oh, no, I did not. no, it was the Summit, not the Arch, the Summit Building. So this is so funny. So our hotel that we stayed in uh-huh. uh, gave out free beers. Yeah, for sure. Uh, during this happy hour, and. I was super dehydrated. I was super dehydrated because it was super hot in those buildings. And you and I, like everybody, right? All the mm-hmm. media folks are running back and forth between both buildings because uh, we have all these appointments set up. Like you know, I had like eight, nine appointments a day, right? So I'm like bouncing back and forth between buildings. I barely got to eat. Uh, not, I'm not, I'm not complaining because that's I did this to myself. I did this, like yeah. I set this all up, right? Um, but I didn't drink a lot of water that first day. You know, sorry, my wife, because she was like, you need to drink a lot of water. But then I went to the hotel and I'm not a social person. But then I, I, grabbed, <laughs> I grabbed a beer and I became very social because, uh, well, I was very dehydrated and that beer hit me really fast. And I was sitting there talking to some folks that went to PAX and I was like, yeah, like going <laughs> to security... You know, like bouncing back between both buildings. I was like, I wish that there was a media r- entrance. And one of them said, "There is a media entrance." And I was like, "There is."
0: I did, I did not know though, yeah. the yeah media entrance. Both the
1: of them were easier. You could just put your bag in, and it goes through the machine, versus the other ones where they made us take everything out of our bags. And of course, Sebastian and I like are carrying all this stuff, all this equipment with us, right? And I'm just like, oh, yeah. You know so i had my ba- I had my laptop i had all this other stuff in there and then i was like the last day i realized that there was a media entrance which is very funny and then i looked at the map or the email they sent us i'm like oh yeah sure there is of course because it, they actually said that in the email we just never really paid attention to that so we did not read reading
0: is fundamental yeah everybody. that's and right obviously that's, we did not right we did not adhere to the fundamentals of we we failed this assignment but yeah, yeah i mean we we got to skip the line uh, at the on the other side of the fence so that's you true. know we were we were halfway competent it seems like yeah yeah that's right that's right uh no it was fun though it was fun hanging out i got to hang yeah, out with
1: sure. you that was really fun we got to stay in the same hotel that was fun we got to like
0: do a couple episodes in the lobby that was cool yeah, um, yeah. And, and for everyone roger you know was a with, like he was really good in person Because like those four beers he had Before we recorded, you <laughs> what? know, recorded like, He Did got in the that. zone he got, that. Yeah that like, was the four no, nah, he was he was Stone Cold Steve Austin like in the <laughs> lobby. I was just like, and, and he'd just be sitting there, and he'd call, he'd just raise his hand. Yeah, that's and, true. And they would just toss me a beer. You just toss him a beer like so he weird. was Stone Cold. Yeah, and, and they didn't have a
1: problem with like me like opening and just getting beer all over the place. I was like, nah, wow, that's pretty nice.
0: I mean, I was I thought maybe you should have cleaned up after yourself, but yeah, like, alas, yeah. you were no. Nah, and every time I tried to tell you, you go what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, no, it was cool. It was a, it was a, it was a really
1: fun time. Uh, Seattle's much different than Boston. I yeah, I enjoyed it. I I really enjoyed it. Really good weather. Yeah, it was good weather. It was, a little, but you know, I don't know about you, but when I got home, when I got back here, we were in another heat wave here. It was oh, like yeah. 60s, 70s in Seattle. It was like 90s when I got back here, and I'm like, oh, I'm melting. It was oh, awful. Man.
0: It was bad. I you think '90s is bad? We got off the plane here in Dallas, and it was a 100, 103. Yeah, and but you I guys was, are used to that. No, nah, like man, but but we would, not like we weren't <laughs> equipped for. After you get out of Seattle, wearing like Seattle layers and such like that, you know, like <laughs> we had we had worn like uh, I think a light jacket because that's like true. A light rain jacket and such. Yeah, like, that's true. You
1: guys were like, I was like sweating, and you guys were like, "Oh, this is so cold." And I'm like, "No, this is like perfect weather."
0: Oh yeah, it was good weather. It was really yeah. good weather. It was yeah. really relaxing. So, what was your outside of outside of PAX? What was your favorite like aspect of Seattle? I mean, besides seeing you. Yeah, for sure,
1: for sure. Okay. Um, I know we got to do some fun events. Like we mm-hmm. went to the mix together. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, we hung out with some cool people. I don't. I'm not gonna get. I'm not. I don't want to get into that too much because okay. like, you know what I mean? Because like yeah, for sure, for sure. We were kind of, not the mix, and the Vix was. I, I can talk about that. That was cool. That was really fun. I mean, there yeah. was another event that you and I went to, that you got invited to. That I feel like, <laughs> and I came. I was your, I was your wingman. I don't feel like we should talk about that one because like that one was
0: like, nah, nah. We will we'll keep that one behind closed yeah. doors. But yeah, that's like, right. um, But all the all the <laughs> other ones. See, everyone now is gonna think we went to like some kind of like um I I don't know like larger than either larger than life party or something that Almost, some level of debauchery that no it wasn't like, level
1: you know, I will like, say it was not a level of debauchery it wasn't like that it wasn't like that but it was just like some people there that were you know like not I don't want to name drop but there's bigger name there are bigger name people there and we, oh yeah, we were sure, hanging out sure. with them and it was really cool and I just you know I just want to make sure we get invited to stuff like that again because that was yeah. really cool
0: yeah, that was it was really fun. <laughs> really really a good time. Yeah. Um everyone, you know, I want people to know that Roger here is an animal after he gets four beers in. He I, I had one. I don't understand. He had these. Did I act beers. like I had four beers in me? He took he took like a large wad of gum and put it in his hand. No. And smeared it all over the the mythical place known no. as gum gum wall. That was in the worst
1: place. I cannot, like, my favorite was that you and your wife are like, you want to see the gum wall? Yeah. And I was like, not really. And you both were like laughing at me uh, about it. And then, and then we did go onto the wharf and you're like, come on, we got to go to the gum wall. And I can't believe it was right there. And I can't believe, like, I pretended to eat a piece of gum. I was gagging a little bit, though. Mm-hmm. Like, remember when you said, go look over there, and there's, like, gum hanging, ah! Hanging down. <laughs> so I told my wife this story, because she's mm-hmm. been to Seattle, but it was a long, long, long time ago, like, 20 years or so. And okay. and she's like, and she was in that area, and she's like, I don't remember a gum wall there. No, there could have been. She just maybe never seen it. Um, but she suspects... That it, it started from somebody that was supposed to clean up the wall and instead been like, you know, what if we just made this <laughs> into a that'd, thing? That'd be
0: a fascinating documentary to find the origins of the gum wall.
1: Yeah. And then and then you also find the origins of COVID, apparently, because that's that's my theory. Every disease in, in the world is probably traced back to that gum wall. Because <laughs> that, that is gum wall, huh? just so disgusting. And then I talked to some developers about that. Mm. And I was like, did you see the gum wall and they're like yeah what the and they're not from the u.s and they're like Mm -hmm. what the heck i'm like hey listen i don't know and they're like so they told me that when they were down there it smelled awful and there was bees and wasp all over the place and i'm like
0: i I imagine it's gonna get like very icky in the summertime oh god when it smells like smells are amplified and such that yeah it probably smells like like stale saliva and broken dreams that's probably what it smells like, like oh man what dreams are made out of <laughs> <laughs> i you know i mean like you've been to you've been to places like chicago and new york and such like that. yeah like every yeah. every place has this place where you're no like, oh, no not like that a little bit of a odor no it, right
1: really do you have a place like that in dallas because we don't have a place like that in steven's point we don't have a gum
0: wall or anything even remotely to a gum wall,
1: hmm.
0: I I don't know if we have anything remotely near a gum wall. I want I want to say there the, that we have attractions that that don't necessarily appeal to everybody, but not, nothing nothing to the gum walls level. No,
1: that's so. just gross. Yeah, like there's attractions. I get attractions, hmm. and I get like oh, like this is unique. Like in Steven not in Stevens Point, but in Wisconsin, there are places where you can see the largest trout. You know, it's like this huge trout. Like you know cool i guess is that fun not really (laughs) and and there's like uh there's like place where i used to live nearby there's trolls like they have like these big carved trolls because it was in like norwegian area like and so like trolls like i guess are very common in their mythology uh so like you walk around this town and there's all these trolls and they have like the grumpy troll tavern and stuff like that so like I get that kind of stuff. I get it, right? I get that. But a gum wall out of all the things? Like this just seems weird. And I feel like this I was also telling my wife this too. I'm like it feels weird now too going there because like Seattle really leans into their like their 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 they're like oh, we're the home of grunge, right? And I wondered to myself when grunge was a thing back in the 90s, were now they that- leaning into it as much as are they like no, we don't want grunge here. No, no, no but now it's like they accepted it like remember that hotel we stayed at there was like
0: yeah that was like that revolved around the grunge scene in Seattle ah uh, yeah i would imagine so i'm like did you go into like the lobby bathroom no oh it's it's like very grunge in a rated x sort of way really yeah they had like uh, all kinds of like a uh, like very risque type pictures just all really? over like the bathroom yeah weird very, very.
1: well yeah, yeah it was a it was an interesting it was an interesting town i mean there's parts of seattle
0: i really liked and there was parts of seattle's like eh. it's a it's a side of two of two halves i believe yeah is, and you know like i yeah i've enjoyed a it, tale of two cities as yeah uh charles dickinson used to say right oh yeah is it? yeah my homeboy yeah <laughs> 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 I like how you just hard busted out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, knew him, knew him yeah, like a fitted yeah, cap from back in yeah, the day. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> what was your favorite part of Seattle?
0: Um, I'm to go I'm gonna have to go with the food. Like I, yeah. I, you know, Pax was really lovely. Um, to for everyone who um haven't heard, haven't like listened to our previous recap episode about Pax, like. Really lovely place, really fun town, um, very vibrant. Um, as far as like the games, we we heard, we we spoke up a little bit on the the last episode, but like, yeah, really good games at, at PAX. I feel like um, oh my gosh, yeah, we, we we were treated to some really really good games. I want to highlight um, what was it, Big Boy Boxing?
1: Yeah, I was Big not Boy good Boxing. at that.
0: It's like it uh, for everyone listening. It's almost like. Imagine Cuphead if it was a mm. punch out boxing kind of Yeah, game. it's
1: all hand drawn too. All yeah, that art sure. was all hand drawn. That was amazing. Amazing. No, sure. And it was cool. So Sebastian and I, when we went there, like I don't know because of like us being part of media or whatever. I think other people could too, but like they had a boxing ring and mm-hmm. they like made us stand in the boxing ring and play this game. And which to me, I don't know like it was cool, right, to be in that box ring, but also, like, people stand around and then watch you, and I feel like they judge me, and I'm like, Uh oh, don't judge me, this is my first time playing this game. uh, So, I was not very, I mean, I beat the first couple of bosses, but then I just jumped to the last boss, because it's, it's a boss rush game and uh, they had all well they didn't have all the, bo- the bosses i think i don't remember how many he said there was going to be in the game eventually
0: i think 24? he said 12 uh, oh I I think think it was 12 12 and uh, it might have been 24 maybe i heard 12 in one half and, tw- and 12 in the back half yeah but i don't like, know maybe but yeah maybe. it was a fair amount it was
1: a fair amount but then they amount. had um this one at the end that was really hard i couldn't figure out his pattern um because it changed all the time
0: mm-hmm.
1: like uh and and plus like It's like punch out, right? Like you have to learn the the patterns of the boxers. And and like normally when we when we demo the game we're I don't know, like sometimes we're given a half hour depends on like the game, right? Sometimes the demos are a little bit, but usually it's about half an hour that we get to play with the games. Uh, And I I just I didn't get enough time to learn his patterns um, before I had to leave. So but I really enjoyed the, the game. I thought it was a really cool game
0: yeah there was some really re. I-, I think that was one of my standouts um i think you you posted about this on the twitter but like um there was a rolling tower defense game <laughs> yeah that, roller zombies you know, the last zombies yeah which is like you play or zombie rollers i'm sorry zombie, zombie rollers, rollers. Yeah, that's what it was zombie rollers where you kind of play as a um like a almost like a tank and you have different people who are in charge of different aspects of the tank and you kind of have to make sure everyone's good while these zombies are trying to take the tank down and yeah meanwhile you're like rolling through these zombies and the cool thing is this is like a this is a roguelike game yeah yeah you die and you continuously see that progress and get better and better and have better runs and such like that so it's almost like zombie survivors meets like almost like twisted metal but also like a tower defense game It's it's so cool it's a really cool concept
1: yeah i talked to them about that actually because that was uh one of my first games i actually got to play at pax and i said uh very inspired i said it feels very inspired by vampire survivors and and he said yeah like if you played vampire survivors you're gonna like this game right yeah uh because like your characters like yes you have different um there's different characters that you can assign different roles like a medic or a mechanic or a captain or a gunner on the different turret turrets um but then but they that's all they all do their own action you don't have to do anything like they'll fire at the zombies you just roll around the tank to run over the zombies and such um and then get away from the storm that's closing in on you um but uh but yeah like the characters start dying and you have to start like flopping out their 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 chores like my my medic died so i just put a bunch of people as medics so that rest of my people wouldn't die right
0: yeah uh
1: and then and then you also level up your different your your uh, ship or your they call them ships but like they're tanks like you said um but like you get different parts you can unlock i because they had all they had three ships unlocked and i asked about that too like will there be ships on unlo- he's like yeah yeah like when you play the full game there'll be like a bunch of ships that you can start unlocking and stuff like that um and uh, and I I and then you also can up, upgrade the turrets and stuff like that. And I think the I think the characters also up, upgrade too. I think like you can level up your the characters on the ship too. Yeah. Um, and then there's a high score. Uh, so then there'll be a leaderboard as well. I thought that was really cool. It was a really neat game.
0: Yeah, it was. It has a lot of lot of cool premises. Um, and it feels very pick up and play friendly. Yeah, yeah. That is going to speak to so many people to where you can pick that thing up and play a run and really just enjoy that thing with like within 30 minutes or less like play sessions and such. So I, you know, in the world that we live in, post Vampire Survivors, this is one of those games that I think a lot of people, if they give it a chance, are really going to love and gravitate toward. Yeah,
1: I think I think if you've so I I don't know if you knew this or not, but it's it's uh, in the same universe, right, as the zombie pinball games. Have you played any of those zombie pinball games? So nah, there's it's I'm, it's from nah, Zing Games. So okay. they they also uh, came up with these zombie pinball games too. So like that that's also available. I don't know. Uh, I know that they have plans. I think to bring this to console for sure. Obviously Steam. Yeah. Uh, I didn't ask if they're going to bring this to to Game Pass. Um, I don't I don't know if they're at that even that point where they're thinking about that yet. Yeah. Maybe they are. I don't know. Um, but. Um, yeah uh they they've uh zombie rollers is a game that they have and then zombie rollers pinball heroes and then uh, okay. zombie rollers the last ship so those are the those are the games in that in that uh
0: it's very cute artwork so yeah it's in sure. the same universe so yeah i'll um and did you get to check out chicken police i did yeah <laughs> really funny premise um... oh my gosh it's not necessarily, I don't think it's my game of the show, but it might be the most original game at the show, <laughs> yeah. you know? You know, there's a sequel, right? Yeah, it's a sequel. Um, yeah. And I never played the, I never played the first one. I didn't either. It, very interesting concept. I loved, I loved um, the premise of a noir detective story based yeah. on these anthropomorphic like um, animals and you are playing as a chicken cop who's yes. just, you know, trying to do the best he can to solve. murders. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the and the and the, the voice acting is really good too. Oh yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Um. The one the one complaint and I'm and I had to write up. So I've I like, I, I caught them today. I have 28 articles I need to write for all the games. Yeah. Uh. So the one complaint I have about that was that the mixing was off, and I couldn't get. I tried to go into the settings because the music was too loud. I couldn't hear, uh, some of the dialogue that was happening because the it was. And I'm assuming that in the full game you'll be able to like lower the music so that way you can hear more of the voice acting. Um, but did he talk to you about the fact that they actually took photographs of chickens?
0: No, he yes. did not tell me about that. Actually.
1: So the the animals themselves are actually they went to zoos and they took pictures of of uh, of chickens and cats and lions and because like there's different there's different animals right and they look so real and I asked about that and he's like yeah we actually went to the zoo. We took pictures of them and we modeled them inside the the game. And then the, the bodies are the game developers like they just That's modeled cool. themselves. Yeah. So like so think of it like the, the body is just a human body. But the, the heads are chickens and cats and hummingbirds and just really sh- just a bunch of different animals. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the premise is that uh, there's something going down in the hive which seems to be an off-limits area. It's kind of like run by, it seems like, gangsters, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And you are investigating things that are... Somebody went missing, and you want to go investigate that. Uh, But you need to get permission to go into the Hive, and you have to work with... uh, You have to to get one other person to sign the permission slip, and it happens to be an arch-nemesis of yours. I'm assuming they were from the first game as well. Uh, A Sherlock Holmes-type... character and and his sidekick which is a cat which is like uh which is like um dr watson right so um and yeah there's branching dialogue in the game um it's a it's a cool concept it was a it was it was i will say when i first saw it i was like i, I don't know about this game but actually it, it actually caught my attention i thought that was pretty cool
0: yeah, I'm um yeah, I, I told you I think this is probably one of the most unique concepts uh, uh, that I saw at PAX and I I well I don't necessarily know if it's like going to speak to everyone, but but the people who do love those like hardcore um those those hardcore like detective, um almost visual novel style games are probably really gonna be this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, it's a visual novel. Like
1: yeah. you like visual novels. This is like this is like one of the uh, this is the epitome of like what visual novels this is what I look for in a visual novel: branching narratives, compelling story, good voice acting, right? Like all those things are there. It's in it's off the wall crazy. And I did ask that one question too. I said, you know, it's funny. How do you balance the dark uh, aspects of the game? Because there's some pretty dark things that happen in the game with kind of like humorous you know premise where they're chickens and stuff like that and he said yeah you know so that's a, a tight tight uh type tight, ah, tight rope that we walk on right and like kind of balance between both of those worlds so i thought that was an interesting uh an interesting premise
0: yeah for sure for sure um did you also check out what was it um you you checked out first Dwarf. i have would you yeah that game is yeah that you're looking forward to
1: yeah so uh first dwarf is uh you know it had a lot of it was interesting had a lot of zelda vibes Mm -hmm. right so but it also had a a vibe a little bit of vibe of like um uh if you ever played um oh my gosh now i can't it's my kid's favorite game and now i can't think of what it's called uh that is one of his favorite games,
0: but it's... <laughs> I was just thinking what well, kid my favorite <laughs> yeah. game might be. I, uh, and, you know, um, while you're thinking of that, I yeah. would almost describe it Zelda meets, like, Fallout 4, where you kind of have to, like, oh. do... all well, you have to put down, like, gather resources, and, yeah. and like, it's almost like a tower defense resource game, and you're also doing, like, a city management type of aspect as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it kind of has a, a little algorithm of, of like, of, like really cool aspects of like Zelda but like also like some really cool um uh, resource gathering and also like tower defense um elements there yeah Dauntless was the game I was gonna say because
1: it it has a very similar art style to it um in some aspects and then not all but like so yes you are a dwarf that's like coming to this land you're finding new lands for your for your tribe and you're the first one there well you think you're the first one there right uh, there's some mystery going on. You may not be the first one there. You don't know yet. We don't know yet. And there's not in the demo it, it gave inklings of things that are going on. there. There's like a mysterious ruin and what's going on over here. Uh, but there's yeah, like you said, there's, there's city building aspects and then you have to like build a tower to def- like a turret to defend the, the area you're building. Um, but then there's also combat and stuff like that. And there's crafting. Um, the artwork is fantastic. The gameplay was really good. um, you walk around in this mech in this in this like medieval mech type thing that the dwarf builds that's so
0: cool like it's a cool mm-hmm. it's a cool concept uh i really enjoyed that game yeah it, it, i i'm looking forward to it because like originally when i saw the trailer i was lukewarm about it like i didn't oh, really? i didn't necessarily like i didn't necessarily find it to be like something that i was super looking forward to but i didn't think yeah. it was bad either but like yeah. It was just one of those things to where I'm like, okay, that's interesting, but I don't necessarily know if I'm that's going to hit for me. But yeah. when I played it, I was just like, oh, I could. S- it was a tale of two halves because I could see that me completely losing myself to that game, especially if it was if it plays well on the, on the Steam Deck. But I could also see myself like feeling a little bit of that repetition because mm. I don't. Well, I think like the. Um, City building elements really shown through. Like, I really think those elements are, and the art style are, are like fantastic. I I think the combat is where I'm a little like lukewarm on, compared mm. to the other aspects of the game. Yeah, and, no, I, I can see that. Yeah, and and that's where I'm like, oh man, if I didn't necessarily love the combat, but I loved everything else around that combat. So I'm like, this yeah. is a game I'm a. a, a if I get a chance to review it and in, in when it comes out in 2024, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm probably going to go in on it with like a little lower expectations, but to, to be pleasantly surprised because I do think this has a lot of potential.
1: Yeah. The combat was interesting because it's all kind of rhythm. Yeah. Mechanic too. So there is like, so as you swung your ax or your hammer, whatever you had as your weapon, uh, you had to fall in this, like, little white space to, like, you didn't have to. It would take up more, like, of your stanima if you didn't. But mm-hmm. if you did hit it on the right spots, it took less stanima to do wep- uh, to do your attacks. And it uh, does a combo as well. And it does a combo as well. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I struggled with that a little bit just because I, I couldn't figure out the rhythm at first. And it, and it changes up just a little bit. Um and like I said, we only get like half hour with these games, so it wasn't like I got to spend a whole lot of time like diving into the mechanics of like how the combat works. Um But uh you know, I'm I'm excited to see where this one goes. Like I, I think the other part too, you get a dragon and the dragon can fly around
0: and breathe fire. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. Yeah.
1: And and the idea is like and it was funny because uh when I was playing it, I just started walking around the mech. And I was supposed to actually, I found some places that already started completing quests, and he was like, "Oh, you're supposed to send your dragon to go do that." But that's okay. That's that's fine. You, you, the way you did is fine. It's fine. Uh, you know. But it was just it was just funny that I was like, "Oh, like they want to
0: introduce this dragon," and I'm just like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go explore." <laughs> <laughs> I I completely understand that. Like, is there any other games uh, around pack season that really just like? major highly highly anticipated list
1: yeah i mean i I have a couple uh so and and again we should mention this too like we don't know if these games are coming to game pass like Mm -hmm. all the games that we're mentioning here like they could come to game pass it could come to xbox um it a lot of these are early like they're they're far enough in development that they can obviously show them off but they're too early in development to know like uh like, sometimes like I'd ask them
0: to release it. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitive release and what, what consoles, right? I would ask them, like, do you bring this to console? And they're like, well, like, like let's stick with Steam first. And if that goes well, then we'll port them to consoles as well, right? So, like, so just everybody be aware that some of the games we're talking about, I know this is Game Pass Guru's podcast. Some of these games may not appear on the Game Pass. So that's, that's just take that with a grain of salt. So uh the, the one I'm going to talk about next is certainly not going to come on the Game Pass because it's a VR game. Uh, And that's Journey to Foundation. Uh, This game uh, is based off of a old uh, sci-fi series that was written about sixty years ago, and uh, and there's I I think there's a couple books in the series. Um, I started listening. Well, I haven't started listening. I started downloading. I downloaded them. I haven't listened to them yet. Um, But it's a sci-fi series. and the game takes place in that universe and it takes place, uh, uh, in that, in that time frame, like they talk about in the books and you, uh, it's a story driven VR game. I don't think I've ever played a story driven VR game and branching narratives. Uh, and the gameplay is really, really well done too. The, the story is really fascinating because it pulls you in like this, uh, character. Her mom is like this chancellor of this, of this, um, foundation and or she's some kind of higher up in in this in this in this in, in, in this in this world and uh the daughter is thought to have been kidnapped but she actually defected and like you brought her back and uh now they're being attacked like by uh these renegades and uh in the books they talk about people that have special powers like the ability to do like mental powers and stuff like that so they took stuff that happens they talk about the mechanics in the book and then applied them into VR and it's so cool it's so amazing and the combat was like double wielding so you can suck like so one of them is like this brain thing where you can like uh, drain people's energy with with your like your control of their mind and then you can shoot them as well you have a gun uh, the yeah. other one is the other thing is it could read people's minds so you'd like come up to them and you and you it would hit a certain button and it would uh, you can read their mind and i was able to read like there's a pass and i needed to read his mind to hear the passcode before i could put the passcode in really amazing cool stuff going on in this game and it's so beautiful it is so gorgeous oh my god i just i i wanted to spend more time in in this and and the other thing i will say i told them this when i met with them i tend to get sick in vr uh but i didn't feel sick at all playing the game like it just was well done uh, and you could tell that they really focused on making a gorgeous game that ran well, that the story is compelling. Uh, it's coming to PSVR 2, uh, and also to MetaQuest as well, uh, MetaQuest 2 and Pablo 3, uh, i assume, and I think Steam as well, Steam VR as well. So that is, and that's coming out, I think this year. Yeah. I think in October sometime. So I'm super excited about that game. Um, should I keep going or
0: what? Yeah, go you know? ahead. Okay. Yeah, I love uh, Mirthwood? Have did you play Mirthwood? Mirthwood, Mirthwood, Mirthwood. Um, I don't. Remember, a, I don't think I played that one. So it's it's
1: Stardew Valley, meets The Witcher is how that was pitched, and uh, so you it's all hand drawn animation. And if it's not, I'll be really shocked if it isn't because it looks very hand drawn. And uh, and this world is open. It's like an open world. You walk. You walk out, and you you can pick up different things. It's made by two people a two-person studio it's amazing amazing what they did here so like you start off and they have you say like you the first quest you get it's like oh i shouldn't let me take a step back you can the character creation is really deep uh so they have a couple options for like how you look and stuff like that i wouldn't say that's as deep as like the rest of the mechanics but it's 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 it certainly fits what you need to do and then uh and then what you do is you pick your background. So you can be like a peasant or you can be a noble person or you can be royalty. And then back past that, then there's like a slew of different personalities like you, or professions, I should say. You could be a barge. You could be an actor. You could be like all this different. So I picked like actor and all, all these choices you make have pros and cons to uh, how you interact with people and like how you handle certain situations. Like some of them might give you more uh, charisma while other ones might you know might also like lower your attacks or something like that and then it starts off with you uh going off to the city and along the way you're following this road you're following this path and you come across these bandits you fight them uh you find some trinkets you find uh or some armor uh the first armor i found was uh, like a wooden bucket <laughs> so i put that on my head and your character's walking around with a wooden bucket on its head then i found a jack-o-lantern i'm like well oh, i guess that's a little cooler you put it on Now you're wearing a jack-o'-lantern. But there's so many, like, just in that little bit of time I played, like, the developers were watching me, and I heard them say, oh, look at, oh, he found, he found that secret right there. He found that. Because, like, there's so, you can just search around. There's so many different things. There's a morality system in this game, too. So, like, there's a character that was, like, uh, he, uh, he, he died, and he died, uh, and he was like against this tree, and and there was a note saying, I, "I, if I if I were to die, I want to be buried with my sword." So you had the option Ooh. of like burying him with a sword, or taking his sword and walking away. And it's like, oh, no. yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's morality choices in this game. Every character you meet, every character you meet, you can talk to. You could try to romance them as well. You can get quests. You can get rumors from them. So, but you have to like talk to them and get them like to like open up to you and stuff like that you can greet oh my you greet them you like you see their personalities how they feel towards you uh you can talk about all the different stuff like you can just do little chit chats. So there's like a bunch of stuff you can select to uh, chat about and like one is about rumors and then they'll give you quests and that's how i found one of these quests i was just like talking to this person and i found this quest and then i found this little area that i found this note and it and that's why they're like oh you found it and then i went to this other area and i found this really cool thieves robes so i put that on uh and funny thing sebastian when i was playing this game mm-hmm. i think they gave you like five minutes like to play and what? yeah because well, it was like on a timer because this game like a lot of people were going by there right okay gotcha. and, and i was just exploring so much that they said do you want to play some more? And I said, yes. And they said, okay. (laughs) So like, let me play some more. They like turned off that part and let me play a little bit more. Uh, That's sweet. Yeah. It was really cool. Cause they were like, you like, you barely made it to the city because you are just exploring all around the different places and trying to find everything. And I'm like, yeah, cause this game's huge. This game's huge. You can do anything you want. It's so cool. And, and, and then there's farming, there's crafting, there's, like I said, relationship building. Uh I, I I told them I I can't believe that you guys made this game in three years. Like, obviously it's not out yet. It's still in development. I don't think it comes out until next year. Um, but fantastic game. Oh, love it. Love it. Uh and then the final game I'll just mention here, because we could go on and on and on about all the games mm-hmm. we played, right? Um, but Biomorph is the other game that I was really high, or oh, I am really yeah, high it was on.
0: So good. It was so uh, good.
1: So it's a Metrovania meets Kirby is how it was pitched to me uh, and you, obviously. And, yeah. uh, and so you are this character and you uh, you're in this lab and you don't know what happened. Something obviously happened and you're now trying to get out and you're and you have two fists that can do damage, can do different like one is punching and one is guns and they talk to each other like they're the sentient as well and then you find you come across like this memory that you have uh of like somebody that you met in the labs and something happened and an explosion happened but it it, look it okay i'll get into that in just a minute and then you but then when you go and fight all these enemies you learn that you can take over their you can like take them on their abilities you can take their on, on their abilities
0: you can and when i asked transform into them transform yeah.
1: into them transform into them and become them and i asked the developer developer about that i was like so tell me a little bit more about this and they said yeah like you can transform into them but then there's different tiers of that so like you can just start leveling up just a little bit if you want but you can go farther and further with like getting their abilities right like if you kill another one you earn a little bit more of their ability and more and more and more and more where you start morphing, uh, but then the enemies also be, that that type of enemy also starts learning from you, and they become more and more powerful. So like you have to be really careful. There's risk and rewards if you want to like. There's a certain like ability, like a certain creature that you really like, and you want to like take them on. You can, uh, and you can level that up uh, in a better, in a lack of a better term. But the enemies of that type will also get more strong, or uh, much more difficult and much stronger as well. So it's really interesting concept. The last thing I was going to say about this, though, the artwork is phenomenal. It was like watching a Saturday morning cartoon. It was Absolutely. so good. It was the the animation was so good. And then like before your first battle, where you fight against somebody who can take the powers, uh, yeah. like they have this huge cutscene happen, and it just looks so epic and so cool. And it has so much personality uh this is a special game i hope i hope i hope it comes to xbox game pass so other people can play this too uh i know they're focusing on steam right now um it's an amazing game it's so cool
0: man i love to hear that you know, like i i did walk by this and and i just didn't have uh i just didn't book a demo for this one but like mm yeah it yeah it looks really cool while you were talking i was um watching a bit of the tr- the trailer um this was also at the um at the other event that was being held across town um, oh yeah 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 so i didn't go to that one. Oh yeah yeah I, I went to that one um later on later on that night and you know this game i remember seeing it um uh, there and Looks really cool. There was a lot of people at the station. I just um, I spoke to the developer to say hi, congrats on the game. I can't wait to play it. that sort of thing. Mingled a little bit, but like didn't really get to go hands on with that one. But yeah, this is one I'm definitely going to add to my um, anticipate most anticipated games list. Yeah, There's, there's a lot of there was a lot of game. Well,
1: what about you? I didn't ask you what kind of games you what were your top
0: couple games? Oh, man, um, we kind of spoke about um, one of them during our last episode. Lost um, Evie Lowe's Veil of the Witch. Which yeah, is like a, yeah, that's a faster. Cool. Yeah, basically like a faster paced um, Fire Emblem. Um, if you liked um, Fire Emblem Three Houses and want something more like, I guess you could say with the art style of Dragon Age, this, yeah, this game yeah. kind of is right up that, that alley. It does. It it's is hard. A bit hard. Yeah, it is, I was just about to say it's got some bite to it, everybody. So I'm like, yeah. I, I asked the the team there Ocean Drive um, Studios if they were going to kind of uh, make an easy mode or, or baby boat, and he kind of laughed at me. So I I, I don't think one. Is <laughs> I guess on that's the a horizon. no. <laughs> I don't think one is on the rise, but no. regardless, like it is one that um, plays really well on PC, also on the Steam Deck, and the first game available right now on all platforms. Um, definitely go check that out if you want to uh, like a more grounded and. More grounded and less anime like version of Fire Emblem, but yeah, with the same kind of um, tactical um, tactical gameplay and also like the emphasis on learning and learning and growing closer to the characters around you. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. That was one thing. Like
1: each character could, uh, has two different weapons too, so they can, t- yeah. you can swap between your weapons and you do different things, different abilities. Uh, the other thing that I will say about that too was really cool is that. Uh, at certain points of the battle, your goals change. Uh, so, like when we were playing it, the first goal was to uh, eradicate the enemies, and then also you get surrounded. So then it opened up a new goal, an option. You had two, you had three options. You can either go right path, left path, or stick with the initial mission and kill them all, like kill all the enemies. Mm-hmm. Now, but now there's a lot more, right? Uh, I thought that was really fascinating uh, that you got to choose between. Uh, those those different options yeah Um, for sure yeah but it was gorgeous looking game too
0: yeah i um uh, i want to also you know highlight another really cool game which is project tower
1: Um, oh see i didn't play this
0: one it is another game that's very much very akin to biomorph where you get to morph into the the enemies that you face um the two the studio um shout out to them really nice guys from um from paris and um yeah really nice guys the studio um is yummy games yummy game studios um in this game this um it is pretty much the exact same thing of what you described as biomorph except like it is a 3d um 3d game made in unreal Unreal engine 5 Mm. so if you um think like Of what he just described but like with returnals gameplay and you pretty much have project tower oh interesting yeah so i'm like it is um it is very cool i i it plays really well in controllers it is a bit um big punchy at at times so if you like um a little bit of hard-hitting combat combat and then like really cool alien traversal this is one you should definitely have in your radar as well Nice and then um to you know play to play um played and talk to the people at yasberg games about demon school again that game continues to continues to impress um continues to get further along um it's such a cool game it's such a cool game really like it um really can't wait to play it hopefully um hopefully it meets this um estimated window of 2024 and you know i i you know that game is like Yu Yu Hakusho, but meets like Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem is with the tactical tactical gameplay, and yeah, it's it's a really wicked combination. Um, then let's see another one that I really wanted to highlight. Um, I was trying to make sure I had the the picture here, um, the picture here, because I I didn't want to didn't did not want to give it its flowers and such like that. But like yeah, it was. Um, it was Big Boy Boxing Sky the Scraper was the one I wanted to highlight oh this was a the Sky studio, the Scraper Sky the Scraper this was a, a game by um, Phoenix Studios and it is a roguelike game where you are basically um basically a guy who's cleaning up a skyscraper and, and <laughs> yeah you you're the window washer of us uh, okay and you go back and forth and you you gather different like tools and resources and skills and such like that you build up your stamina and such and you just try to clean this building and earn as much money as possible and sometimes you fall off, fall off the skyscraper and you get really hurt and you know you have to take a couple of days to recover and you kind of have to manage like you're you kind of have to manage your stamina um, manage your stamina but also like manage like how well you clean the sky uh, like the skyscraper <laughs> like how well you stick to certain parts you have to avoid like you can use a balloon as a cool power-up you also have to avoid birds because they'll knock you down and also injure you so it's it is a i've never seen a premise like this to where like yeah you where you basically play as a skyscraper and you know like and or was skyscraper cleaner, and they made it into a roguelike game. That yeah. it, it is a Unity project that somebody probably spent like a really long time and hard time creating. But like the concept is so simple, so unique, and yeah. I was just like, that it's it's fascinating what people brain what people's brains can come up with. But yeah, it looks yeah. like it looks like a good time, and played really well. I thought the interesting part about this game.
1: Uh, I, I didn't play. I'm just looking at the, mm-hmm. the trailer now uh, is that the 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 like ap- between jobs, it looks like you're in your apartment and it yeah. looks like a photograph of somebody's actual apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the character, your character is like the silhouetted character, like this uh, blue silhouetted character in that in that uh, in that apartment. It looks neat. It looks like a really neat yeah uh, yeah and then the artwork uh once you actually play the game looks more like uh pixelated art a, a little bit maybe maybe it's more like hand drawn i guess but it's a fascinating concept and an interesting uh interesting looking game and it looks like you get different powers to clean them
0: the yeah you get different power ups to clean the windows oh my gosh then, that's amazing yeah and then um like shout out to um uh, another weird game i don't necessarily know if this is a sebastian game but like did you um you check out like the crunching koalas game called the gap yeah yeah it is that's a it, psychological th- uh, visual novel i guess novel yeah it is yeah. very much it is not a sebastian type of game but yeah. like it is very much uh like i could see myself diving into this for like all of the i think it's a I think he said like the total run time is like two to four hours, and I yeah, it's myself, not very long. I can see myself playing this um, on an afternoon on the steam deck and really immersing myself into the story because like it looks like there was it looks like there's some really good merits there. I like the I like the art style of it quite a bit, even if I'm not like super engrossed to the the like the supernatural element of the story. Yeah, Re- really enjoy the that art style, but yeah, yeah, those those are some games I wanna. uh I want to i want to like really shout out and then i think the last one that kind of um kind of surprised me in a way because like this is not this is what i didn't have uh an appointment to but like they um kind of uh tagged me down and 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 asked me if i you know to talk to the developers and i was like okay it was um i i know i'm gonna bro- like butcher this pronunciation but it's s-k-o-p-i-e so i is it go skyope skyope it's like it's a game where it combines like uh have you ever played call of duty um have you ever played call of duty zombies before uh no okay so call of duty played, I, D- I don't really play call of duty games i can understand that but um so call of duty zombies like you go around um you go around basically trying to survive it's see how long you can survive in a zombie apocalypse type of world Mm. with call of duty shooting mechanics and and they also like very much like sci-fi'd it up because they have ray guns and everything like that and call it like ray guns or like or like very like are very power-enthused guns and such a game. Mm. so it's not your traditional call of duty game this is one i can actually see you playing because it's like just trying to survive as long as, long as you can with your friends and in a very goofy in a lot more goofier of a setting but anyways yeah. this game is very much that but with a borderlands like filter kind of or art style yeah and,
1: yeah it looks cool
0: and it's a it's an open world in a city where you're playing Call of Duty, basically what amounts to Call of Duty Zombies, and you are, and it's a roguelike game. So every time you die, you either get new abilities, new weapons, new new gear, or, and stuff like that, and you just mm. try to either last longer or make it to the, to the 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 in-game content. And I was just like, I love roguelike games, and it's so cool that like this game has that that juice to it, like that has a unique concept to where they combine something that works like the the looter shooter the, the looter shooter genre with a roguelike mechanic but also with like this open world it, it has yeah. an open world that you could explore so it's yeah it's like i i have no idea because it's almost like fortnite meets call of duty zombies but with a roguelike spin to it but it also yeah. kind of has a little borderlands feel to it and i'm like oh this got the juice dog i i played this and i was just like oh my goodness like I felt like this, and you know, like that thrill, like Eddie Guerrero got when he cheated behind the referee's back. Yeah. He did the evidence, but he smiled for the camera the whole time. Yeah. I I felt like that. Like, I felt like I found like one of the best kept secrets of PAX whenever I I looked at this type of game. I was like, oh, Sebastian likes. Sebastian likes. So, so
1: Skyopi, whatever, it's in Macedonia. So, it's like that's named after their city.
0: Yeah, for it's sure. An interesting, interesting the game, concept. The game it must take place is, in that city. Yeah, the, the game is modeled at, uh, after their city as well. I just couldn't pronounce it. Like, Yeah, so. no, I I don't
1: know how to pronounce it.
0: I don't know. It's
1: Macedonia. Look it up, people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, but um, I said uh, that was going to be the last game I talked about. But uh, like, I do want to ask you a question before we continue about like the final game. Um, one of the final things I saw at Pax because, like, as far as like really stand out things, and this is one game. Did you happen to walk by, um, Gayun Studios and see the Pod Racer game? No, I did not. Oh my goodness, they have like very much akin to um very much akin to what like you saw in episode one of star wars there is a they are making a pod racer game which is dedicated yeah and it it is dedicated to being like a esports um esports thing almost like and but you can play it solo you can also play it like and you can also play it to where like you are trying to like just trying to mow through and, and see how many, like how well you can navigate these death races. But wow. the game is actually called Ascent Rivals. But the whole thing is it's a pod racer. Like That's sounds cool. It is a modern day pod racer game, like like the Nintendo 64 pod racer game that's awesome back in the day. But with modern graphics and some modern like ag- control schemes, it, it cool. looks so sick.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah but uh, i did um, not see
0: it i wish i would have now so. yeah yeah they're they're working really hard on it they're trying to bring it to bring it to um the masses and you know i i definitely can't wait to see what that that team has in store because they're also a seattle-based team and, and such like that so
1: oh nice
0: yeah but um Roger enough about all that because we do have some news to talk about really quick um I know this is beginning to get a little long in the tooth as far as the episode goes so bear with us people but um I don't think this, people care I think they're that
1: I, I think they enjoy it so that's good
0: I love that um thank you for thank you for bearing with us yeah people. if you got
1: so, to this point you like the show so yeah
0: yeah for sure for sure roger it's time for something nothing or everything Will we break out some some news that these xbox are game pass people need to know about and we let them know if this is something nothing or everything are you game roger are you ready i'm i'm i was born ready no i'm oh, ready yeah yeah he don't get ready if he stays ready everybody so that's right that's right all right so Uh, this story is from polygon written by the good the good fellow ollie welsh um ollie writes that Gate 3 just made the future of xbox series s a bit more uncertain after making an exception for larian's game microsoft will struggle to control developers who want to leave the series s behind so, yeah, um, it's, it would seem like the lower cost, lower powered Xbox console, the Series S version, is not going to have the co op uh, mode that a lot of people on the PS5 and PC have been absolutely blown away and enjoying. But the Series X, um, let me make sure if that's, that's the case, but it looks like the Series X will have the co op mode. So that's local co-op, though. It's the local, the, the split-screen yes. co-op. Yeah, that's the split-screen co-op. Yes. Yeah. So, Roger, um, I want to know: like, does this is this going to set a trend for the video game industry? Is this something, nothing, or everything? It's nothing. Whoa! No, here's why. Here's why.
1: why. Here's why. Okay. I talked about this in last episode. I'll say it mm-hmm. again. This game was in development for six years before xbox released that there'll be two different SKUs, right games that are being developed right now know that xbox has two different SKUs, so they know that there's the xbox x and their xbox series s when they develop the games they know that Deve- uh, what is what is that company's name again uh,
0: uh the- um you're talking about like the boulders Gate company yeah yeah larian larian,
1: larian. i almost said oh. valerian i don't know why i said almost valerian larian it wasn't given that information at the time when they were developing it six years ago because it wasn't thought of at the time. So this is nothing. The Xbox Series S is just fine. Developers know that there's a difference between an X and an S, and they'll develop accordingly. This is just smoke and mirrors, people. This is nothing. It is nothing, nothing, nothing. Not a big deal. It's because of the window when this was being developed. Games that are being developed now is not a problem, not an issue okay All and right. the fact that the series s actually sold quite a bit because a lot of people use it as their game pass uh including me uh game pass machine this is this is nothing this is nothing and sorry one more last thing i'll say the xbox what? series s just came out with a new black version uh which has a one terabyte hard drive in it uh, i don't know who's buying that thing well, if i didn't have one already i would buy it you would if I didn't have one already, I would buy it. Actually, I don't know because well, that's price tag, man. Th- th- that's what I was gonna say. I mean, I think that's one reason that the Xbox Series S, the the original one, I guess if you will, uh, did sell sell really well, and that's why I have one is because the price tag was affordable, right? It yeah, was like we'll $2.99. call it the Oreo
0: Oreo version.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, two ninety nine, right? It's not the it's not the double stuffed Oreo or the mega stuffed Oreo, right? Mm-hmm. It's just the regular Oreo version. Delish. I'll eat it. Uh I'd rather
0: have double stuffed, obviously. Would but that, would they more. would we call that uh-oh, Oreo? Because it's like it has a
1: <laughs> Uh-oh Oreo? Because there's no cream in the middle? No, it's like the what? cream is on
0: the like the the white parts on the outside, like the majority know. of the white parts on the outside. Is that that's that
1: even a thing?
0: Uh-oh, oh, Oreo? I believe it's still I think they still what? make more.
1: i never heard of that before. I've heard of oops all berries. For Captain beers. Crunch, oh, no, but I ne- no. never heard of uh, oh, an Oreo that has the cream on the outside and the cookie in the middle. Okay, okay.
0: So the or- uh Oreo was a, um they are discontinued, it looks like.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, because it's got messy, I'm
0: sure. They are discontinued, but like Uh-oh Oreo had like the, it didn't necessarily have the cream on the outside, but it did have like a white cracker on the outside and then like a chocolate part which is the darker oh. part on the inside oh which okay, is, like, the, okay. Re- uh, the reverse of a normal oreo so, okay Like color wise can i say. tell you
1: a funny story about oreos real quick yeah for this sure. this person i knew uh told me the story how they would have potlucks at work and he had to take his he, he hadn't he forgot and he was going to bring a box of oreos or like a package of oreos to to work mm-hmm. for this for the potluck and you know how oreo packages are that they like they pull in the middle, right? And yeah. You can look at seal it up. So he forgot that his family likes to take the cookies and lick the cream out of the middle and put the cookie part back because they want to eat the cookie and he would just oh, eat the cookies. No. So he took it to work and people are eating them and he overheard them saying, oh, who brought the Oreos? Somebody licked the cream out of the middle. And then he realized it was him, but he was just like, that's gross yeah, and disgusting. Yeah. Uh, that was a funny story um but uh anyway uh this is a nothing story the the xbox series s thing it's fine everything's fine
0: uh i i think the world is on fire roger it's burning down this is the beginning of the end you for think this xbox is everything ass no no it's, i think okay. i do think this is something i i do think this is i think this is the beginning of the mouth like the goalpost being moved backwards and i think that's going to be a trend because i think the further we get into this generation the, the more like the s is going to be considered the lesser version by like oh if you start taking out like if if they can allow like things to be taken out feature wise because you know it's not running the best like to make an exception for boulderscape which i admit is the game of the year thank Thank you, thank you, all of you people at Larian for knocking that that Keebler elf out of the game of the year discussions. Long live Boulders Gate 3. But no, i um, I hope this comes to Game Pass. Boulders Gate? Yeah, yeah, I do too. I do. I absolutely think it like would Thrive on Game Pass, but like they they never put like games on Game Pass. It doesn't feel like like Divinity Original Sin felt like it'd be like yeah. perfect for Game Pass. Yeah. Especially Original Sin 1 and 2, and I don't think they ever showed up. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, everybody. But like, yeah, it is. It's interesting. I think the I think this might be the start of a trend of of like people might be having a little bit of a hard time bringing out every single feature to that Series S We'll see, though. We will see. see.
1: I already said that they're... I think it's because of the window of development. They weren't aware of the two different machines. Now, people that are developing now are aware of it, and they'll take that into
0: consideration. So, I don't know. Again, I don't think it's anything. We'll Mm see. We will see. All right. So, now... Every, so a big game has launched uh, since our last recording. It was a, it's a game that w- people are talking about like left and right, absolutely. See f- stars. Uh, oh yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> that too. You you kind of you kind of jumped the gun a little bit there, Roger. But like, <laughs> <laughs> so a, a little game came and came out, and a lot of people have been talking about this. It might be the game of the year or amongst the game of the year it is the legend itself peppa pig what peppa pig
1: have you heard of this game I, I, I know the cartoon i don't know the game
0: okay so peppa wait were you are you joking about this about, about what about, people
1: about, talking about this game i never, i didn't see anything talk about i didn't see anybody on social media talk about this
0: game at all you you gotta expand your social. Uh, I guess so. I I guess I guess I I hang out with the wrong people. You are absolutely hanging out with the wrong people because right <laughs> now my friend Peppa Pig has a very positive ratings on Steam with, with four hundred and seventy one reviews right now.
1: But That's, is on is that on Game
0: Pass? Absolutely killing the game. Um it is on let me make sure if it's i know it's on xbox Cl- uh, xbox cloud on beta so i'm assuming it's on game pass okay yep. Yep, this is right here on game pass my That's friend okay. Papa pig is taking over the world but no i dug, i dug a risk going back to are the real games that are in contention the year. sea of stars okay. came out since our last recording um yeah. it is absolutely blowing up um it currently has a nice metacritic score of 88 which is super high super impressive um to put that into context not very many games have been and not very many games in general have beat it out this year but just uh give you a little bit of just a little bit of snippet on the games that have that have been out this year you got boulders gate you got boulders gate you also have um um what is that what's that kibler's self-name oh zelda like tears of the kingdom and then you also have it's pretty much it it's pretty much it it. i think um and um um what is it street fighter so
1: well i mean there's there's a bunch of other games though what was that um what was the rhythm game that came out earlier this
0: year? Hi-Fi Rush.
1: Yeah, Hi-Fi Rush. That was a good game. I will say see oh, a Thea, yeah. Th- Thea Stars one week. One week report 250 million. 250,000, sorry, not million. Wow, that've been really amazing. 250,000 yeah, sold.
0: Here's the thing. Okay, so uh, the reason why I okay, so I'm going to give you like um like the best games of the year based on like Metacritic okay. score. Okay.
1: No, 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 no. You t- You give me this. You give me the game, and I tell you if it's higher or lower than sea of stars. Higher and lower than than eighty. Oh. Okay.
0: Gotcha. 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 Okay. All right. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles three expansion pass. Lower. Okay. All right. And is it lower? No. Ninety two. Really. Ninety two. Okay. 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 Street Fighter yeah. six lower ooh, no it is 92 what is going on here I'm getting my butt kicked yeah um Resident Evil 4 remake. higher higher 91 91 okay. okay Diablo 4 lower ooh, 91 currently really it's very surprising. see this is so
1: crazy to me because I feel like everybody like I'm just going to say this, like, mm-hmm. Sea of Stars is blowing up, like, right? Like, a lot yeah, of people sure. are saying, oh, my God, this is a great game. You have to play it, have to play it. I feel like it's getting more buzz than these night. Like, I didn't see as much buzz about the expansion pack for the Xenoblade Chronicles. Or oh, so
0: people who love Xenoblade really show up for Xenoblade. I though.
1: guess. But but even Diablo 4, like, felt like it was a flash in a pan.
0: Yeah, but, it, it like, you you got to think about it review-wise. Like, it and like it reviewed really well on its initial like uh initial like wave it's just like what happened afterwards went to hell in a handbasket yeah yeah true yeah okay let's and see then, what else okay dead space remake higher oh, that was this year that's so crazy higher okay um it is lower than. oh my god i really ter- what is what is that one 80 86 Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm doing the whole platforms. Okay, currently on all platforms that is around 87. So
1: oh, okay. So it's close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So close.
0: All right. Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. Ooh. Lower than 88. Oh, lower than eighty-eight. Ninety. Really? Ghost Again, Trick. Again, that game
1: came and went. I don't remember that t- I don't remember seeing much about that game at all. No. Dave the Diver. Oh, Dave did I higher, higher than 88. 90. Yeah, that one does that one did get a lot of buzz. Pizza Tower. Lower. Never Ooh, heard of
0: that. Pizza eight,
1: Tower? 88. Okay. Oh, same. Same. Interesting. Again, same.
0: didn't hear anything about that game. De- Dead Sales Return to uh, Castlevania. Ooh. Oh, by the way, Pizza Tower? Really good game. Um, Dead Sales Return to Castlevania. Uh even? Dead even. Dead even. Dead even. Okay. Yep. Armored Core.
1: Fires of Rubicon. I'm going to say higher than
0: 88. Ooh, 87. Really? 87. Pigman 4. Same. 87. Okay. I mean, Final close. Fantasy. close. Yeah, Final Fantasy 16. Higher? Ooh, 87 okay and then the last game i'm going to shout out is high five rush higher 87 oh my goodness
1: yeah okay so i mean it's all in the same like yeah so i, I suck at this game uh, it, it, glad i no, brought it it's, up it's,
0: it's it's this year Think yeah, you know. hear how many is like yeah. above 85s yeah that's crazy I, I, you know, like. This people,
1: might be the biggest year we've had of games, I, I think.
0: I don't think it's a question anymore. I, yeah. I think, like i think this is the buffet uh, that is like the best year in video game history i don't agree this is a question but speaking of entries into like games this year starfield came out this year while we were at pax a lot of people were playing it we roger i believe you've jumped in now that you've made your way back from pax i've officially jumped in now that i've made my way back to pax and that that is not all because starfield came out with a Metacritic score, can you guess its overall score, Roger? Uh,
1: 85.
0: Very close, 86. 86, okay. 86. So, Roger, 86 is a good score. Yeah. So that means it's a good game. Yeah. But was this, is 86 a disappointment for what Xbox needed it to be? Um I don't I don't think so. Oh I don't think so. Ooh, is that something, nothing, or everything? Oh, like, oh it's 86 for Starfield, something, nothing, or everything. Ah, uh, it's nothing. Oh.
1: I mean, I'm saying nothing because I think that there's enough buzz. A lot oh. of people are talking about it right now. A lot of hey, a lot of people are talking about the game. Now, I do think there was a lot of people that said and I think rightfully so. Like, this game probably didn't meet quite the expectations that they thought it was going to meet, right? And, um... But I don't think it's a death knell for Xbox. It's not. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's going to be in this... I, w- I will be in the... It will be in the Game of the Year contention. Uh, I do agree with that score, though. I will say this. I mean, it's fine. It's not like... You're just biting. You're just biting. You're just waiting. Jump in on this one.
0: Oh, I'm a leash. I know. I'm I know. I'll, I'll just one.
1: I'll just finish up my thought real quick. Okay, go ahead. It's it's uh, it's a fine game. I've, I'm not that far. I Should mention that I'm only like to the. I mean, I just meet that cap, the pirate captain, and then like com- convinced him
0: on the on the moon. On you moon. were able to convince him. Yeah. Okay. So me and you were at the exact same spot. Like, yeah.
1: Now I'm, no, I just went to aquarius okay six or whatever we got just landed okay um i guess i didn't the thing that i i i don't i feel like this is no different than um mass effect in some ways like it feels very mass effecty no
0: okay okay go and finish your thoughts because i'm okay. i got a lot to unleash here
1: so i just i guess i my thought is an 86 is a good score Mm-hmm. I don't think it's bad. Uh, I don't think I don't think this is a death knell, but I don't think this is. I mean, I think it will be up for game of the year. I think it will be in that category of game of the year talks. It won't win game of the year. Uh, but I don't think it's the oh, my gosh. This is like, yeah, ah, this is the end. I think it's fine. Everything's fine. OK,
0: OK. I, I, I respect your thoughts. Here is mine. OK, I think this is everything right now okay and the reason why i'm gonna say this is everything is because this isn't game of the year contender this- you don't think this is gonna be at the end let's
1: make a bet right now if it's not listed in the game of the year if it's not listed in the game of the year when we go to pax east or west or whatever when we go i mean i want to go okay, we'll,
0: we'll do a dinner bet
1: I we'll do a dinner bet okay, okay. All right, okay, so, but, I, okay, so I so if to... I win, if it's listed and does I'm not saying it's going to win. I don't think it's going to win. I want it to be. It's going to be listed in the game of year contention. Are you willing to take that bet or not?
0: Yeah, I, I think so. Because like, you don't
1: think it's going to be listed in the game of the year contention. Roger. You don't think happy. it's going to be in the category
0: of game of the year? Name name the top six games this year.
1: It's going to be in the top. It's going to be in the game just, of the year. Eighty
0: six. It's going to be in the game of the year. you just read. Twelve games, twelve games. That's gonna be that, in the that game are higher. The Open critic score, Metacritic score, and then Starfield right now, and then like, and then okay. So in the game of the year at the end of the year discussion, there's usually only six games. Can you definitively say with your chest that this game is better than the the, the top is the well, in the top the six top games six? Of this year?
1: See, but here's the thing. I think I don't know. I could be wrong. We we had this discussion before, and this is actually really good. This is great that yeah. we're bringing this up again. I think that there's a little bit of the score, but I also think about the buzz, right? And if a game generates enough buzz, and the other thing I'll say is that it's towards the end of the year. So games, like people remember that when they start thinking about what the game of the year is, they'll add this to the roster because they remember it now because it's generating the buzz now. This is where games like, uh, what's I can't think of that. What was the rhythm game again? What was the rhythm game? High-Fi
0: Rush is going to go. High-Fi Rush. See, I can't nerd. remember. Yeah.
1: I can't even remember the name of it Because it was early in the year, people are forgetting about it already. Diablo, I think, also is going to fall into this whole, oh, yeah, Diablo came out, huh? I think that because it came out later in the year, and I Ooh. think also because it has Bethesda behind it, I think it's going to be in that listing. I think that those are things that are going to make it in that... I don't I don't necessarily think it's because of the score. I think it's because of the when it released and the name behind it.
0: I think I think you have I do think the politics, like you said, are going to play a factor. Yeah. But when I look at everything and do you think it has bigger do you think this game <laughs> this game is mixed? Did I like, did I
1: say did I say it should it be in a game of the year? No, no, no,
0: no. I, here's the question I'm going to ask you. It's like, yeah. The reception, I, I would agree with you if the exception was overwhelmingly positive. But the reception is mixed on Starfield. There is yeah, like it's mediocre. For every for everything people are praising about it, there's always a but the system's bad. But the, the yeah, it's like, Bethesda. It's Bethesda. I mean, <laughs> so that's that's my thing though. But like, we are in a different scale. Like Bethesda, like did not get away with that when Star was Star um, not Starfield, but Skyrim came out. Like. They were on top of the world when Skyrim came out. Like they, yeah, were, but it had the
1: same problems though. It had the same problems.
0: But, we were more forgiving probably back then. Oh, for sure. But and also like the competition, it wasn't high. It wasn't yeah. as high yeah, in yeah. Skyrim sure. year versus like this year. Okay, sure. so like let, let me list out. Like okay, so this game, Tears of the Kingdom. Can we are we count that as a, a for sure? Like in the six, yes. Okay. Yes. with a bullet right yes that's okay. I'm
1: not even bet that's not going to be of course it's going to be oh for yes. sure for sure
0: boulder skate three where you yes, pretty much lock in cars yeah I would probably say street fighter six is probably a lock at this point right I don't I don't know I mean sure yeah probably I would probably say that's a lock um, okay three. oh there's three right there right and then re4 are we saying no. that's Oh, you it's are you four? Well, I don't say it's a lock. I don't think it's
1: a lock. I think it might be there. It might be listed there, but I don't think it's a lock for sure. See,
0: OK, I think uh, what about Pigment Four? No, that's not a lock for sure. OK, no. not a lock. OK, Spider-Man 2.
1: Well, yes, that's again. We don't know. No, Wait, when's not- it coming out? When's it coming out in October, October? So that also when's the cutoff? When's the cutoff for game of the year? I think it's uh, the last week of November. Okay. So okay. So if it reviews well, which I don't see why it wouldn't, that's probably gonna be in there. So we're up to four. Okay. So we're up to
0: four. Do you think Alan Wake is gonna be there? No. Oh, I I think one one of these survival horror games is gonna be there. Like okay. I because. Dead Space reviewed really well. Like RE4 reviewed really well, and then Alan Alan Wake is probably okay. So it's probably gonna be one of those, maybe. So then we're at five. It's gonna be one of those. Five, okay. Yeah. Then you also have Mortal Kombat One coming out later this year.
1: Nah, that won't be on the list. That won't be game of the year. That
0: will not be game of the year contention. I'm sorry, that's not.
1: No way.
0: No way. If you already have Street Fighter in there, they're not gonna add two fighting games. It's not gonna happen. I think this might be the year, like, because like, okay. Does forza motorsport make it because it's also awesome. no. okay so no. We're, we're knocking out we're knocking out forza you don't think mortal Kombat? i think Mortal Kombat like might su- might like oh like overwhelmingly surprise a whole lot of people then um okay so we got all those games starfield we, we're still up to five right yeah i'm still up to five they always like to add an indie representation Always. Not always, not always. Stray was in there last year. You yeah. tell me, Stray deserved to no, be. No, no, no. The first
1: year, the first year that was 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 uh Celeste was the first year that an indie game made game of the year contention.
0: Okay, okay. So I uh, so since say- Celeste, which yeah. is like twenty what twenty seventeen? What's Celeste? Uh, I think. Was so. that twenty nineteen? No, uh, I don't know okay i think that was okay so that's 2018 since 2018 yeah. there's always been one indie game represented right as are... like to show... let me see okay let
1: me see
0: <laughs>
1: yes we're, we're researching this as we go here yeah
0: for sure for sure this is kind of interesting okay so last year Game of the Year contenders: A Plague Tale: Requiem, um, Elden Ring, God of War: Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade. Okay. Okay, that's two indie games in that marker, right? Okay. Okay. So the the next one, let's see, let's see if we can go to that was twenty twenty two. Okay. Um, twenty twenty one. All right. So, okay, twenty twenty one. It takes two one game of the year that year that's it that's the indie metro yeah. dread psychonauts 2 ratchet and clank Rift apart resident evil village death loop okay, okay so okay. it takes two so we got it takes two we got stray okay okay hades um the year before the year previous that's 2020 this is Hades Ghost of Tsushima Final Fantasy 7 remake uh Doom Eternal Animal Crossing New Horizons Hades for sure is an indie that's the king of indies at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. yeah Fair. All
0: right. So and then on 2019 nominees let's see let me make sure control Death control? Stranding Okay. Uh
1: evil f- 2 Smash Brothers Ultimate, The Outer
0: Worlds, Outer Wilds, right? Outer no Outer oh, Worlds. Oh, Outer Worlds. It was uh, okay. Obsidian Entertainment. Okay. okay, so that one is the exception. So like, yep. that one didn't have an indie. But so the year before, so the year before twenty 20- twenty seventeen. Did you say twenty seventeen already? I no no. Um, I think we I think we said Celeste was. You said Celeste was the first one. That's twenty eighteen. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Yeah. So like okay. twenty eighteen was the first one that we had a.
1: Uh, a an indie game as yeah. game of the year.
0: Journey didn't. Journey didn't get considered for. One that, year? They didn't have. They didn't have that back. Twenty fourteen was the earliest. Okay. Okay. All right. So here's my thing though. If they continue that trend, which is majority majority of the time, like ever since twenty eighteen, an indie game is getting nominated. At this time, are a Sea of Stars is it not getting nominated? At this point, is dredge not getting nominated dredge was phenomenal uh, a lot of people reviewed that really was well that this year that yeah, was this year that was earlier oh. this year wow see again
1: yeah. because of the earlier i mean i would say sea of stars has probably the best chance of getting in
0: it i would say probably uh like, something something's gonna take up the indie spot right I don't. I see. I
1: don't think that's a given. I don't think that's a given, Sebastian. I don't think that's a given. I think he likes. I think they
0: like showing love too. Um I think they like showing love to an indie and on yeah. the, the grander stage. Because I'm like. But then it's uh, politics
1: again. So now we're playing politics, and if we're playing politics, Starfield's going to be in the.
0: can I can already taste that steak. Mmm, it's delicious. I oh, cannot oh. wait to eat that steak. <laughs> it's going to be so okay. good. Okay, so. Yeah, outside of that, I'm like, okay, what are we? So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, so if that's, if we are looking at the, if we are looking at indies, by the way, I'm like, Hollow Knight still hasn't been delayed out of this year. If Hollow Knight (laughs) hits, (laughs) if Hollow Knight, yeah, but Hollow Knight, when did Hollow Knight come out?
1: Because it wasn't listed as a game of the year, wasn't? Isn't that interesting? I,
0: I, I don't remember if, um, I think that was 2017. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it was 2017. I think so, too. um, Uh, But it was not listed as Game of the Year. No.
1: Is it listed as a nominee? No, it wasn't listed as a nominee. Okay. Let me make sure. Yeah, it was 2017. That's the year that Horizon Persona 5... Um, players on old backgrounds which f- PUBG who plays that I mean I'm sure people play it but nobody mm-hmm. that used to remember that game had so much talk remember that game yeah
0: yeah.
1: Uh, and then Super Mario Odyssey those were the games that were listed well, as I can't believe Hollow Knight got,
0: got snubbed over Odyssey
1: oh and Breath of the Wild sorry I forgot about Breath of the Wild
0: I can't believe Breath of the Wild made it over Hollow Knight I... Hollow Knight so phenomenal okay. such a good game okay <laughs> i'm
1: not disagreeing it's a good game but there's no way it was gonna make it okay well I,
0: I, that 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 list is really stacked to, to be yeah. fair that list is really stacked so i, yeah. I can see why Holland and i may got snubbed out of that one but you get one point like there is we got we we're counting six games right now and it is very stacked and we, well, have, we'll a new, see. we have i'm a new telling new
1: you game. politics will play into this yeah yeah, and that steak is gonna be so good, and I'm gonna sit there and eat it and just stare at you the whole time, saying, "Mmm, mmm, mm, mm.
0: You want to do another bet? To you want? We'll find another bet to to kind of like um sweeten. So the that way, I bit. owe you a dinner. Is that what? No, no, maybe maybe we'll double or nothing double, or nothing. double or nothing. Add some dessert to this add this meal to do it. Well, maybe a cheesecake or something. But anyways. <laughs> um so, Roger, all right, you think Starfield is going to be in the game that you contenders uh, consideration. I think, like, maybe it might get, maybe, maybe probably won't make it, but we will we'll see. Um, we will see. Roger, you're to double guess yourself, second guess no, yourself, aren't you? I, I was. You I was, are. You're a little worried uh, you're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. But then I was thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, uh-huh. uh, mm. Armored Core 2, though, came mm. out this year.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. delicious steak can't wait yeah. we will see
0: we will see <laughs> all right so everyone if you're listening if um, if you're listening if you're a fan of discord go check out the Gamerheads discord you can also check out the single player experience discord let us know in those discord servers the record, like whether or not you think starfield is going to be in the top six games of the year and at the game awards going to be in the running for game of the year by the way I I will nullify this. If there's more than six, if they do that, that, (laughs) uh, I will say this i'm i'm betting this as long as they're six and below
1: okay like, okay that's fair that's fair it'll yeah, be null and like, void if there's if they said oh we're gonna add seven because there's so many great games
0: yeah if they did that and i could
1: actually see them saying that actually
0: yeah for sure i was just like if they do this hokum to where they're like we normally do six but now nah, this year we're gonna do ten so everyone yeah. gets represented. yeah
1: Every, like, you you get a nominee and you yeah, got exactly. a nomination you get a nomination yeah exactly. if they do that that uh, yeah agreed uh, this
0: I was is like that's not void. fair at that point yeah, but um yeah. But regardless, everyone, go check out um, go check out each Discord server. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has been a really fun episode. If you are on the fence about checking out PAX West or PAX East, you should definitely go do it. It's a lot of fun. You can see yours truly. You can see Roger. You can see the very band. You can see Roger through, uh, catching beers like he's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Give me a hell yeah. And... <laughs> and everything like that so yeah if you're interested in all that that shenanigans definitely go to pax west later this march and you know what was that september of next year pax PAX east in um in boston bostonia and such like that but regardless this has been a fun time roger before we go where can good people find you
1: uh yeah so you can find uh you can find me on social media you can find me on twitter uh at nintendo Uh, And you can also follow the Gamerheads podcast. The other podcast that I uh, do uh, is at Gamerheads Pod, and then we're also on Blue Sky as well. Gamerheads Pod, Cast, Gamerheads Podcast, Blue Sky.
0: Yeah, and everybody, you can find me giving the old stone cold stunner. On, any, on anyone who's um talking noise but now you can actually find me on um whether they call it twitter x whatever they call it on um, twitter at, at sebastian it's, it's
1: twitter.com it's
0: twitter.com twitter. Yeah. okay okay we'll we'll stick with that until they change it again um so yeah it's sebastian pnr the link to both of our profiles is in the description below you already know where to go um in the meanwhile thank y'all so much for listening spread the word this is the best podcast going right now and and we want you to spread the word we're also going to be running a um uh, giveaway pretty soon so be on what? the lookout for that what yeah we're gonna be what? running a giveaway pretty soon what? We got some, yeah the lovely some lovely people um some lovely indie studios have given us some codes to give away oh some wow. codes to give away i'll repeat it some codes to give away and wow. for you lovely listeners go um what should we do roger should we make them go to the discord servers should we make them um review this episode should we make yeah give them, us a uh, review give Give us a review give us uh, give us a review take a screenshot of it and we, you will um be in the running for a lovely code and you know we'll we'll know you we'll know it's you by by your screenshot and you know also if you can tag us and or at least you know with the caption oh hell yeah we'll know that you and that you are indeed in interested in this really cool giveaway but regardless you know it's getting a little late both of us are hankering to play a little more starfield before we fall asleep so roger any last words before we sign off
1: no just thanks for listening thanks for sticking out this episode and uh can't wait until i see you in boston and eat that delicious steak right in front of you it's gonna be yep. so good
0: yep and you know um to the to the young guy wearing the cosplay who who came up to me and and asked me what my like asked me what my um what my favorite game of packs was and i told you you know what my favorite pack game of packs was that tell you about the story roger no the young guy um he looked like he was in his 20s and he was dressed up in a in a in a cosplay aren't um, you
1: in your 20s <laughs> i'm just kidding
0: yeah yeah no um and just made it out just just made it out of the yeah that you zone. did you're, like, you're just squee- you're just squeaky shy of I was about 20 squeaky shy of it so um young guy came up to me during pax and um came up to me in pax during and asked me what my favorite game was and i and i happened to tell at that time what my favorite game that i had played um during that pax weekend so far and he was just like yeah yeah this is really cool and he was wearing a really cool costume a really cool um he was a really cool figure from a person i've looked up to for a very long time so he was just like oh man that's so dope i love your shirt by the way because you i was wearing a spider-man shirt long sleeve um roger commented me on this shirt as well as um a, myriad of, a, a myriad of other people and um he's like yeah he's like i like your shirt by the way he was just like before i go like really love talking to you what's your name and I told him what I told him my um, what my name was. I you know to hey I'm Sebastian. Um, you can find me on at this, and I held up my phone and such like that. He gave me a follow, and um, and I said, oh that's cool. that's really cool. Before I go, um, what is your name? And he started to telling me what his name was, and I said, it doesn't matter what your name is. No, Did you really way. shut your mouth because he was wearing a rock cosplay, everybody, ah, nice. and I ah. with the little with the little fanny pack and everything. Like oh yeah, the, yeah, the rock, the yeah, old yeah. rock. And that's it. It doesn't matter what your name is. Jabroni, know your role and shut your mouth for the greatest. And I mean, greatest, uh, you know, and I I just went off. Absolutely went off. I got into character and such that I'll, I'll say, I'll apologize to you, young fan, if you're listening, because. I'll blame it on the the lack of hydration, as Roger was saying. It was a very long, long weekend at PAX, and they were making us go back and forth in between the buildings. But regardless, and you know, if you're listening, know that you you've received my sincerest apologies. And next time I see you, I will be laying the smacketh down on your Rudy Pooh. Uh, No, but anyways, everyone, thank. What's up? Did you actually did he give you his name though at the end? He yeah, he did. He did. me. Okay, good. It was like, it, it was like, Steve's. it was like John. Yeah, it was like, it was like Steve. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it was like Steve. Yeah, was like, he was, like <laughs> yeah, like, was a really cool guy, really oh, sweet guy. Funny. But I, I love the fact that he was dressed in one of um, the rock from the Attitude era. So, like, yeah. I had to shout him out during the show. But, anyways, everyone, I've been Sebastian, the Rambling Man himself. And that's been Roger, the the hottest thing on Starfleet right now because he's playing Starfield and absolutely mowing down all of his enemies. Not going to die a single time, he told me. A single time. Well, he's a lot of med packs. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. But anyways, I've been Sebastian. That's been Rogers. Be on the lookout for our next episode where we give you our Starfield experiences. Rogers got some stories. He's ready to tell you. I got some stories. Be on the lookout for that episode soon. In the meanwhile, peace out, everyone. Bye. Bye.